It's to connect, get connected. Back to the Connect Podcast, where we have Tiffany Kelly joining us again for part two of Tech in Today's Society. Last week, we learned about Tiffany's journey. This week, we'll learn about her role as CEO and founder of tech startup, Cure Story. Welcome back and enjoy. Awesome. So in, in taking advantage, right, of a lot of those um, experiences and, you know, crafting, you know, this this undergrad, just pretty much like you, you did exactly what you set out to do, right? It, it seems. So in doing so, how was your transition like life after after um, you graduated with your degree? Like, I know you talked about when you got the gig with ESPN and things like that. So kind of walk through from that time to where you are now, like what led you, you know, to where you are ultimately. And I know you hit on it a little bit earlier, you know, in, in the uh, podcast, but, you know, to kind of give us a little more background. For yeah, um, so I was at ESPN. <clears throat> for almost two years. Um, like I said, what I studied in college was the exact same as the job that I had at ESPN. Okay. Um, doing analytics and data for sports. Okay. Um, just doing it for multiple sports and team. <laughs> um, and building more metrics for fans because we, are, we were a media conglomerate. So right. people, we made money from media and people watching and tuning in um so that was really interesting and I guess when I was at ESPN I noticed um it was kind of this this like dichotomy like bifurcation happening sorry I'm using really big words but it, it's kind <laughs> what, of what this, that mean? <laughs> google it if you just heard it now but this <laughs> this split between the lifers at ESPN, like people mm-hmm. that been, had been at ESPN for 20 plus years that were like ESPN forever, cable forever. <laughs> it, we're gonna, this is gonna stay around forever. And then there are people like me, millennials, Gen Z that came in and, and understood social media, understood how social media was completely changing traditional media and how ESPN wasn't the worldwide leader in sports anymore. There were, mm. there are companies like Overtime and House of Highlights and Bleacher Report and all of these different little media, like sport niches that were kind of t- taking over. Um, and so just seeing that happen and upend what ESPN built was really interesting to watch, like being in the belly of the beast. Mm. Um, and then also noticing how, since I was on the con side athletes and entertainers weren't coming on air with us anymore it was Mm. kind of like I'll come and do an ESPN segment if they're doing a full press tour Mm, outside of that they would just they would just post stuff on their social media um, and make money on their own so where previously that wasn't even an option right like pre-social media pre Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, TikTok, like pre all of that, for you to get in front of an audience was to go on a media like talk show, right? Like was to go on on something like ESPN. So 
to kind of watch athletes not even work with ESPN anymore was really interesting to watch too. So just, just seeing that happen and um, how so many people want to become YouTubers and TikTokers and podcasters now, um, <laughs> like, <laughs> like watching that happen. Um, and just understanding that they're not that many tools to like assist you to be able to do so podcasting there is like podcasting has kind of had this huge run which I think is amazing but for video specifically video is the only content type where you don't own your monetization like you don't own your channel it's fully like controlled by the platform so like for anyone that's listening that might want to become a YouTuber, it's probably the hardest thing to do because anytime someone skips an ad on YouTube, you don't get paid. Mm. And YouTube purposely puts that skip ad feature there so they don't have to pay everybody that posts a video. You can so, do anything now. Talk to the folks. You give yeah, them yeah. So <laughs> noticing that and understanding that and understanding how media works and like how do you build a media business how do you build a video channel a video series um, where you actually can make money from your content because people are listening Mm -hmm. um that's essentially the problem and things that I was like uncovering and noticing little by little at ESPN but then also after ESPN um and still kind of sitting in the middle of sports like our first users of our product are athletes that have YouTube channels that yeah. that kind of document their lives like on the field, on the court, off the field, off the court, like what right. they do at home, like their lifestyle content that people are just tuned into. Um, we offer them a way to fully own the content and to get ma- to make money from it forever. So mm-hmm. okay. um, shout out to that's. Owners. Yeah, that's essentially what I am now focusing this part of my life on doing, and I for the next like five to seven years probably. Um, <laughs> right, but, you're trying to retire early. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yeah, that's kind of the journey that I've been on, and everything that I've learned over my, the course of my life so far has kind of led up to. You know, building this tech startup and building a product that people want. No, and that's pretty dope, right? And and you know, something that you spoke about earlier when you talked about, you know, it's a fairly new field, but you know, it was something in you that clicked where you were able to kind of like sit in the the role that you had initially, but just look around and notice the changes, right? You had to be in touch with the pulse. And like you talked about, you know, just being part of a younger generation and and being able to kind of like adapt, being more open to adaptation and, and or adaptability or whatnot and, and being able to see like, hold up, things are shifting a little bit and it's either sink or swim, right? It's either, you know, learn to ride the wave yeah. or have the wave drown you, right? And it's like, and, and seeing that it sparked you to kind of tap in a little bit more to one, your own um things that you were passionate about but also to kind of like say oh there's a lane that I can actually go into right that I'm saying so like as you saw that right you decided to ultimately bet on yourself what did that process kind of like look like as you were just like you know what I'm gonna just step out here on faith and my own knowledge 
but also on like did you have your support system behind you like how did that look for you like if you could walk us through a little bit yeah it was hard like I, you're asking like how did I take the leap essentially yeah pretty much like how did you decide to like bet on self and be like you know what I trust me to make this happen I'm gonna stop yeah. out here and and do what I gotta do and like what like of course it being hard like just what did that look like you didn't run from the challenge right you and you ran into it and embraced it and made something out of nothing yeah um mm, that's a good question I think taking the leap is like the hardest thing to do mm. um people I'm I'm honestly crazy <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm well away <laughs> I'm literally I'm I'm actually crazy and it but it's funny because I was on a call today and this investor um, was saying that the best in entrepreneurs are crazy. Like they're psychopaths. They're not normal people. <laughs> so I was just like, I guess. Um, <laughs> but people were actually saying that I was crazy because I was leaving a really good job, like making six figures at like 23 years old, like at a company that almost everyone if you work in if you want to go into sports media that is the company you want to work for right um but I don't know I'm very much the type of person that my personality is wanting to have control and I feel like people I don't know people lie to you a lot where it's like have one good job for the rest of your mm -hmm. life and like have a pension or just like retire right you retire from, from having one good job and it's like good jobs go yeah and so I was like that doesn't make sense like <laughs> I, per, to me it just doesn't make sense because it's so interesting just what was happening in my brain so I get to ESPN it's a really good job I'm valued I'm building something super quick and then just immediately you start to see the red tape, how it's such a huge, huge mm. corporation. Um, it's so political. Um, there were things that I wanted to work on, but I couldn't work on, even though I was one of the best people to work on it, just because it was quote unquote, somebody else's job. Like right. just things like that, that, that happens in corporate. Um, okay. And I really, like, I really had to like sit down with myself and talk to myself and be like, do I really want to make this money good money don't get me wrong but do I really want to make this money and and not be able to make more money or move up or progress in my life I don't know for 10 15 plus years like mm, that's real I really just had I really just had to like think about it and so just this I mean this moment it was kind of an aggregation of things happening while I was there but there was just something that clicked where I was like no I don't want to only make this amount for the rest of my life and never really progress because statistically the only way to make more money is if you leave and you come back like oh, that yeah like that's when you're able to have a pay jump of like thousands of dollars. So um, I realized that super early on just from like talking to mentors and things like that. So okay. um, 
and being the only black woman in a 400 person apartment like that Ooh. was really hard right um As, especially, so, especially with the uh the pulse of everything that's even more heightened right so yeah, yeah. exactly so that just all of that um I just really had to have a conversation with myself and I decided to make the leap um January 2019 I was I moved to New York full-time I was working on this other startup and then I started working on Cure Story the summer of 2019 and have been built have been building it ever since we're just now servicing people and like making revenue so so like but it's tough I went two years without revenue right like in a company because you you have to build you have to build it like you can't you can't just kind of like come out the gate with revenue like that's not gonna happen it's not realistic so so you saying success doesn't happen overnight like it's what it took it took two years and we're just now onboarding people Mm, like which is crazy to even think about but um yeah definitely does not happen overnight and those two years I was doing contract work. I was doing gig work here and there mm. to be able to just like feed myself and pay the bills. Right, no, real. So it was really, it was really hard. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was just this, this switch that happened while I was at ESPN. I was just like, I don't want the rest of my life to be like this. I want to be like, I want to own something. I want to not have a ceiling or a cap to mm-hmm. the amount of money that I can make. Um, because wealth generally comes from ownership, like mm. owning something. Talk so that's, yeah, that's essentially what made me kind of make the, make the switch. I got you. No, and that's so dope, right? Because like, you know, we've had many conversations in the past and even just like, just checkups, like, you know, hey, how you doing? Like, you know saying? What you working on? Like all those things. And then you just kind of giving a rundown. I'm like, oh, this sounds dope. I was like, you you're sitting on some gold over here like this yeah because you're innovating right you're you're taking something yeah. that's there and you're tweaking it to make it that even much more unique right in, in regards to that and that's you know dope in terms of creativity but also your own drive but also just you saw that you know okay it's gonna take some work right you can't run from the grind as my man Dame Lillard said, you can't run from the grind. You can't you know? run from it. <laughs> and it's one of those things where you saw the value in the, what well, one, you knew to trust yourself and to bet on yourself and knowing the type of work that you were going to put in, but just needing it to be able to, for others to catch on and being able to be like, yeah, like I got something that y'all need to believe in and just know that this is going to be a game changer, right? And yeah. you saw that and you took it on. But also even just looking at, you know, just where you were is like you didn't just satisfy yourself on, you know, you know, yeah, it's cool. This is good money. I could sit here and and be, you know, be make some bread and, you know, just work. But you wouldn't have been like super passionate about it after a while because it would have been just that it would have been just work. It wouldn't have been, you know, the, the innovation that you were seeking, but also the excitement, but also seeing how things can progress like it wouldn't have been that. And so you weren't just satisfied with reaching one level. You was like, nah, I need to push this a little bit more, but also I'm, I know I, the support that I'll need. I won't be able to find it where I am. And, you know, what I'm saying you didn't uh, you didn't shortchange yourself in that process. So that's dope. Yeah, definitely. 
definitely didn't. I knew that I eventually wanted to build something for myself and it's tough though. Like, don't get me wrong. It's low key impossible, but <laughs> um, I think it's definitely, it's definitely worth it for sure. If you do want to go down the road of building something for yourself. I got you. I got you. And you know, you have a lot of students or not even students, but a lot of younger folks, right. That are interested in, you know, creating content and all that good stuff, right? They got these, these phones are constantly on like Snapchat or always trying to like you know, look, look to go like viral from something or, you know, something or another. It's just like, why not use that and build your own, right? Uh, something that's around your own. And that's when you really have to do the research, see what's mm-hmm. out there, see what makes sense, learn the game, soak it up and put yourself in a position to where you can, you know, leverage it and monetize it in a way that makes sense to you and not just constantly getting, you know, other folks' pockets fat and all that good stuff. So, yeah, that's dope. I love it. I definitely love to hear that. So (laughs) in in doing all this, right, I guess you could say what you might have hit on it a little bit, but in the journey itself, like in, in terms of just what it took to get to to launch where you are, right? You said the two years um, that you were working with like no revenue, but it wasn't something that made you give up. It just was something that kind of probably pushed you to go a little bit harder. Yeah. What were some things about yourself that you learned during this time or during this process? Mm. I'm impatient. <laughs> yeah. um, and I had to learn I definitely had to learn more patience. Um, I would say, oof, this is a good question. This is tough. Sorry. I had to, I had to learn, I had to learn more patience and I'm just trying to think. Um, you really have to, I don't know if it's going back to psych, being a psychopath, but building a company from the ground up is like a knife fight like it Mm. is not easy and so I feel like someone that is successful that's going to be successful in building a company and taking capital from investors and returning connect that investment are people that don't give up easily like they they are intrinsically motivated to build it like there is something outside of i just want to be rich to building what they're building and that's very much how i am like i i have relationships with a lot of athletes and i just firmly believe in them owning everything like i i don't think that me like espn or someone else should be owning their content like it should fully be them um or like youtube right not not paying you like there are just (laughs) things in the industry where i'm just like this is this is so messed up so i would say being intrinsically motivated outside of wanting to make a lot of money is like super super important if you want to build build a company just because when negatives do happen they're far more they, I, I don't, I don't know if they hurt, like they hurt more. Like it's, 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 it's hard because <clears throat> it's already hard building right. startups. <laughs> so when you have just like life happening on top of that and because building a startup is not stable, like it's not, 
like unless unless you've like ipo'd like you've gone public and right. you are now full conglomerate and a full corporation up until that point it's not going to be stable and mm. you're like worried about your business failing 60 percent of the time so mm. i got you um I think having some stability in your life will be helpful um, to where you have some type of safety net, whatever that might be, to where you're just able to like be creative and innovate and build the company and not have to worry about like, can I feed myself tomorrow or can I pay rent, right? So like things like that, that I noticed were really, really tough like just figuring out stability and a safety net for myself that way I can focus on building a company that's also why it's why you see all of these white boys like these white men building billions of dollar companies because they have a safety net whether it be their parents or they're rich or whatever it is they are able to focus on building a company and not have to worry about anything else so um that's rude. like like people of color have to so I had to just really figure out getting myself stable getting an, another income outside to where um I could really focus on the company and not have to worry about bills and stuff so I think but when life does happen it's it's tough like when negative stuff happens like personally or just like in life like that's super hard so you just really have to believe in the mission and and what you're building and what you're doing that way when things do pop off like you're just like hey this is this is still worth it like it's yeah. still that's rude. yeah so that's, that's kind of <laughs> that's also I think I've learned about myself that I am able to bend way more than I thought mm. um just like the resilience that I have is interesting right. <laughs> to learn no, throughout this entire process that like wow like just being way stronger than you thought you were um I, I mean that's been interesting to like watch and notice and just like the stress that I've gone through and with everything so that's what I would that's what I'd say oh no 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 that and you hit on like so many like dope points like in and through that right like you just talked about just being like pressured right and pressure bust pipes right but pre- uh, but it, you can also you know Pressure can also turn. Pressure you know, makes diamonds. Right, exactly. Pressure makes diamonds. Pressure, you know, saying turn makes oil. All that because, like, you know, what I'm saying like it's so it, it's good things out of pressure and even adversity, right? So just because something was is difficult or something is tough doesn't mean that that's one less thing or that's something to deter you from accomplishing what it is you set out to do, right? Like, of course, right. it's going to be difficult, especially if this is the first time that you're doing it and you're doing something that there's not really a true blueprint to like there's some things that you could put together but you're creating a blueprint for yourself right so you do it once cool it succeeds it's stable it's set the move to do it twice four times eight times you know all those different things and it becomes yeah. easier the more that you do it but also you're learning even more as you're going along the way of you know from what you've already built up and stuff like that so no, that's man, that's so 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 dope, man. That is awesome, right? Yeah, uh, so I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Not, and you know, you got my support. You know, what I'm saying from day one, like I, you know, try not to like fan out too much. 
you know what I'm saying? Like definitely like just always support just from, you know what I'm saying? Us like just having, you know, rapport from before and all those good things. And I love yeah. the dope people around me doing dope things, but also stepping into their excellence. And then let alone, you know what I'm saying? Black women stepping into a role of you're in a, you're in an industry that's extremely white male dominated and you're carving out your, your lane and you're giving so much uh, other like inspiration to young women that might be looking like, oh, this is, I didn't even know that I could do this. I only saw men that were in these positions or, you know, men were the dominant face. And like, here you are, you know, being this black woman in tech, black woman in sports, all that good stuff and, and making it work, man. So you'll, you'll forever get my support, you know, with that. I appreciate but that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, as we get ready to move into um, wrapping the, the show up, actually, you know, so this has been a lot of great gems and a lot of stuff to digest. Um, one of the things we like to do is we call we got a segment called Let Me Holla at You, right? So mm-hmm. it's like you talked earlier about that that mentor is it, or or that person that that like what we say, like that big homie that, that come and talk to you and sit you down and kind of give you some gems, right? So if you could give some gems to our listeners, right? That, that let me holler at you moment. What are some things and some words of advice that you will provide for them as they're starting a the journey, whether they're high school or college or whichever? Yeah, I would say, um, first thing I always tell like mentees is don't have a specific job in mind, have a passion um, and let, the winding road of your life go towards that passion. I think like being, when I was young, I was like, I have to work for an NBA team. I have to work in the front office. I have to do sports analytics. I have to do X, Y, and Z. I was, I was always like that. But okay. then when I take a step back and I, I'm not looking at it as granularly, why, like, why do I want, why did I want that job? why why what was I passionate about that made me say I want this job and when when I take a step back it was there's no there's no woman that looks like me that has this Mm -hmm. job um there that was really mainly what it is like (laughs) wanting to have a job where I could inspire and kind of be one of the first to do something in in the career. That was something that I was passionate about and being able to have other little girls and little boys and people just look up to me um, and saying, wow, that job is a little bit more achievable because she did it, right? So that was the passion that I had. And fast forward, even though the job didn't look exactly like that, I still was able to accomplish that at ESPN. I was the only black woman in a 400 person apartment. I was the first one on my team and I built something that brought millions of dollars into the company. So I was still doing what I set out to do. It just wasn't specifically in, it wasn't specifically that job that I thought that I needed to have. So Mm. I would just say, if you have a job in the back of your, like if you have a job in the back of your mind and you're thinking, I need to be a doctor, I need to be X, mm-hmm. I need to be Y, like really try to pinpoint why do I want to have that job? And then 
if you can understand the passion and like the reasoning for that passion, I think that that's what you should follow because I didn't, I interned with the NBA team, but I didn't get a full-time job with the NBA team. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just to protect you if you don't end up getting that job or if you don't end up doing what you said you want or you, the job that you needed to have. It's just to help you not feel so defeated. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I'm, I'm a failure. I didn't do what I was, what I said I was going to do. Like, no, you didn't do the specific job that you said you were going to do, but is there another way to accomplish what you want to accomplish? And that, that same passion that you have just in a different way and just taking a different route. Because I think in our lives, we live multiple lives. Like, I think I'm 20, I'm 26. I turned 27 this year, but I'm already thinking like, post once this company is really successful like what I want to do next I kind I want to go to culinary school so there are like so many different things that I want to do that I want to do in my life that that passion that north star that Mm. whatever that legacy or whatever it is that you want to do how can you fit that into like multiple multiple things don't just box yourself into into one thing I would say that's Hey, let's go. Let's go. No, and that's hopefully that was good. <laughs> I think it was good, you know what I'm saying? But you know, what I'm, saying? I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, because oftentimes, right, we do have these these ideals that we get married to. Um, and if it doesn't go that way, we get like you just talked about being like super defeated and we get dejected and we just want to like give up that course, and then that can alter your course ultimately where you're like oh man that didn't work out I guess it's not meant to be and you know what I'm saying you do something that you're not even you always oh well I have that we we talk about this often those coulda shoulda woulda moments right and it's just like oh if I would have kept going if I would have pushed through you know to the other side and I could have you know once I got past that that um that setback then I could have you know made something happen from there but you know if you know, we just look at it in, in terms of, you know, it, this is, I, I won't let that defeat me, right? I won't let my defeats, you know, define me. And in and, and regards yeah. to like that happening, you got to keep it pushing. And, and you know, it's going to be tough. It's not one of the easiest things to manage, but it's, it happens. It, it teaches you a lot as well um, as you go yeah. through. Yeah. So, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, is there anything else you want to share today as we uh, are, are wrapping up? Or any additional gems? Because I know you got you. You know you're like an appraiser over there. You got so many gems. So, um, I feel like that is the main one that I typically <laughs> try to try to give out. Um, if any if any more comes up, or <laughs> if anyone wants to have a conversation, they can totally ping me at oh. my email um, tiffm kello at gmail.com so tiffmcal um and yeah i mean my email is always open and i can totally chat or kind of mentor anyone that that needs it awesome awesome and we're also going to be uh putting her contact info in the little which we call it you know being as though she gave us permission so if you want to you know shoot out shoot shoot her an email or whatnot you know that's the best way to get in touch with her um and again just thank you for uh, being our guest today um you know my co-host he's definitely here in spirit you met him earlier um but definitely appreciate you for taking the time out of such a busy day um and, um you know just just helping me you know 
get this message out to these 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 youth and just trying to you know continue to make that impact and expose them to something different and just showing them like yo you can create a path you know you don't have to go with like what's like set right in front of you but also you don't have to confine yourself you know to to a particular box or whatnot so no that's awesome that is awesome totally agree yeah anytime and again that's the connect podcast this is your boy d moore and i'm up out of here man y'all have a good one over there all right people till next time peace Thank you for checking out part two of this week's episode of Connect. Be sure to follow us on IG and Twitter again at the Connect Podcast. Also, in order to check out this week's full video of our podcast, be sure to check us out on YouTube by searching the Connect Podcast. For all questions, be sure to email us. Our email address is theconnectpodcast at gmail.com. And until next episode, get connected.